What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 394 here on Thursday, August 18th. We'll start off with the obligatory Liz Cheney yep. that lost by 40, 40 points. 40, almost, yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll get back to that in a minute yeah. because we had breaking news right before we recorded this podcast. The judge has ruled on the release of the Trump raid affidavit, the affidavit that we've been trying to get our hands on. Yeah. And he said that he's inclined to release it after it is heavily redacted. Yeah. And we know P- how that's going to go. It, yeah, the, basically it's going to be a sea of black that's going to come Yeah, <laughs> so we won't get the full uh, full unredacted affidavit, of yeah. course, uh, and they'll that, hide anything that's of you know that, actual use yeah. in there. Which implicates director FBI Director Ray and A.G. Garland for their heinous illegal search, but, you know. Well, yeah. So it is what it is. We'll, we'll get to, you know, some little tidbits of information out of it. I was very surprised that they even ruled this way. I thought for sure it was just going to be a blanket denial. Especially since the judge who ruled on this is the one who signed off on the search warrant. Yeah, that seems a little bit uh, conflict Sus. of interest to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the other thing that's jumping around right now is apparently... So remember how we talked about they told them to turn the security cameras off? Yeah. Well, they didn't turn the security yeah, cameras off yeah. at Mar-a-Lago on the day I of the raid. Eric Trump was going to leak the footage. And yes, I, I also heard that the footage may be coming within the next few days, so that'll be very interesting. Of course, stay with Town Hall for the latest on that. Townhall.com will have you fully covered. Another couple angles on the FBI raid that are looming here. Um, you know, we, we're trying to find out who is the one who backstabbed him. Yeah. You know, the rumors are abound that, well, it's someone that's very close to Trump. You know, yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. The other theory is that it's someone on Secret Service, which I think is more likely, or it's, and this is yeah. my favorite theory of know, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, well, no, we're going to get to the one you wrote about. Yeah. This isn't what I'm about to oh, say. Oh. The one that I'm most interested in, as plausible, yeah. as actually plausible, is that the FBI planted a mole to act as a Secret Service agent at Mar-a-Lago. Like Which that. to me seems like it should be totally illegal, but it probably is. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how they. Oh are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but the Move one, it. the one that you wrote about today, uh, why don't you talk about that? Because oh it was God. just totally ridiculous. I had I I caught up on this because you know there's been like it's been tons of updates, and I finally found this from the Guardian, and they actually in their little like their version of I guess playbook, <laughs> uh-huh. so to speak, they said that it could be Ivanka Trump. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> His own daughter, because. Because she had a security clearance and that they've been, you know, they disagree with their father about, you know, the 2020 election being stolen and this, that, and the other. And they're distancing themselves from, you know, the whole Trump administration presidency mm-hmm. angle. I'm like, well, first of all, they, well, they want to distance themselves because they're probably done with it. You know, they, <laughs> they want peace of mind. Second, like having a security clearance, that means that everybody is now the <laughs> suspect in this little fiasco so i thought that was kind of funny again something that, that's just facially untrue yeah and it doesn't just, make a whole lot it's of just, sense it's just you know hey listen it, it got my attention you know i mean but it's just more of a media bias angle that's just ridiculous so it was good that, that one was a good laugh it was a good laugh yeah classic just as believable as you know the nuclear secret story yeah but, no. um that family was they, they don't turn on each other that's ridiculous i mean come on they may disagree, yeah, right? You know, right, and yeah. she may disagree with her dad on some things, but what what parent and child like wh- that is like commonplace. No, yeah. What that's... family does not have disagreements? So I'm just like, okay, this is just <laughs> yeah, bull- but but funny. Bull- and so we're getting more into the details of what led to this 
totally ridiculous raid. Yeah. Abuse of power. You go down the list, whatever. Yeah. What what was been being reported now? You know, here in the New York Times again. Yeah, yeah. Take it with a grain of salt, yeah. but what's we're, the what's we're the now there? into the weeds on this? Apparently, this is you know this this eighteen month, you know, supposed fight between the Trump uh, the, the you know the Trump crew and the National Archives that spanned eighteen months. His two lawyers, uh, Philbin and Sibylon, um, Sibylon, uh, were were like the two leading legal representatives regarding this mm-hmm. settling this matter. So. Apparently, Philbin was interviewed about the documents yep. that were returned uh, last spring, which set the whole raid in motion. And then the and then there was a subpoena for those documents, but also a subpoena for the um, their security footage, specifically the camera at, in the hallway by the storage area in the basement, mm-hmm. which it, which is where this tipster comes in, and then that said about the the raid. You know, I mean, the the whole thing to me. I mean, obviously, the New York Times is trying to be like, well, this was like a a, a legitimate, you know, you know, source of inquiry and mm-hmm. this that and the other. I'm just like this. This still just this reads more like a this is like a more in depth analysis of why this was an illegitimate raid. Right. Right. Honestly. Right. It, it, does, doesn't, it doesn't make the FBI look any better. No, in fact, I think it makes them look a lot yeah. worse. Because um, it shows cooperation. Right. So the whole obstruction of justice angle in that search warrant has been blown apart. Mm-hmm. You know, they went down there. Um, another lawyer, Evan Corcoran, uh, supposedly went down to that basement and reviewed all the documents. Mm-hmm. Around the same time, uh, another Trump attorney certified that there was no classified information on the grounds. But even if there were, Trump's the president. Right. So right. it's not a crime. There's you know, the Presidential Records Act is not a criminal statute. It, 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 there, there is no crime here. So again, you know, you ha- you read the article and you're just like, well, this this is a bigger mess than than was originally reported. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing to me about this whole thing is they're just trying to leak little tidbits of information out to justify it. Yeah. And as they do that, it only hurts their case even further. Yeah. Like. You, you can't make the argument that this needed to be done when Hillary was let off completely, right? Not just let no, off. I, she wasn't even quite. Remember, she wasn't even questioned. Well, she had a deposition. She did? Yeah. Remember, it was over the July 4th weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, that was... And it was basically not even on the record. Oh, it was probably yeah. like, what'd you have for breakfast? Right, right. Yeah, there you Well, go. so that, that's what I'm saying, right, <laughs> is they can't, they can't have that happen, mm. right? And then do this, because it just further reinforces, which has always been a recurring theme on this show, two standards of justice in this country. Yep. And you you can't have that. Like, I get that, I guess maybe they don't care about that, but for people to trust the institution, right, they want to say, well, we have to uphold the rule of law, and there needs to be trust in the institution. Well, for us to trust the institution, they need to have actions worthy of trust. Yeah. And not only have they not had those types of you know, integrity and actions that are worthy of trust, they've done the complete opposite. Yeah. So, you know, when you have people like, you know, snake-ass, smarmy Mike Pence out there last night saying, well, Republicans need to stop attacking the FBI, F- you, Mike Pence. Yeah, I know. F- you. Yeah. We'll attack the FBI all yeah. we want. And we have very damn good reason yeah. to, okay? They're do we need to, yeah. well, you know, do we need to reiterate the entire list that we went through the other day? Yeah. You know? 
how great the FBI is? Well, they let a, a fugitive on the escape on the runway of JFK last night, the airport. Yeah, I don't know if you yeah. saw that. That's just one example. Yeah. Yeah. How many shootings have they missed? Yeah. You know, Las Vegas, terror attacks, right? They faked the plot of uh, kidnapping uh, Adolf Whitmer up yeah. in Michigan. The January 6th political imprisonment. Yeah. I mean... You could, uh, Larry Nasser's campaign of sexual abuse. Oh, yeah. The American gymnast. You know, I, mean, I can make like, a list of 100 things here that the FBI shouldn't be trusted on, yeah. right? And now you have the IRS arming their agents, all the meanwhile trying to disarm the American public yeah. and law-abiding citizens, and you want me to respect them? No. No. F*** you, Pence. They're coming after us. And that's and, and that's just one small example why of Mike Pence is going to get absolutely skull if he tries to run for president. Yeah, he shouldn't do it. I, I Honestly, I hope at this point he does, he so he learns his damn yeah, lesson. he shouldn't do it. And also, by historical press, you know, vice presidents usually, usually, except for the exception of Al Gore and, and, and George H.W. Bush, they just go into retirement, you know, after after this. Well, I think... That, I mean, serving as vice president is like any other office. I you think know, he... You get, you get a nice corporate board job, you know? You he know, very nice, well nice could board. have been lined up to be president yeah. if... You know, Trump had won a second term and not all of that happened. Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. But, you know, it's over. Yeah. Like, just go get your money. Yeah. Go live your life and just shut the f*** up. Like, that's what I don't get get about. Get your board of directors job and just live life. Yeah. That's what I don't get about these politicians. I guess they're so starved for attention, but he never struck me to be that kind of guy. No, he's not. He's not the most charismatic. uh, Right. Uh, politician, he he is a rock rib Republican. He's rank and file, and he shored up the conservative side of the ticket when people were mm-hmm. like, you know, Trump's not a true, true red conservative. But which how'd that turn out? Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, um, listen, I mean, for, for the most part, you know, he did his job well as, as as our VP. He went out there, he attacked, he he delivered punches when needed be. But he's not someone to like really get into the thick of it, which is what we need mm-hmm. in these situations. And he's just not, he's not it. Yeah. Good, good on everything else, but he's just not the guy, and that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he sucks ass. Some people are just gonna be. It's like Silvio. Some people are being good, better at number twos. You know. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah. So he can throw it off. Um, yeah, and another that was, that one. Was, that was bad. That was. Yeah, I'd rather one. watch paint dry than listen Ugh. to him. And then the content of it is bad, and I'm like, all right, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, another one that could right off, as we mentioned, Liz Cheney. Yeah. So she got absolutely pounded in the at the polls. <laughs> totally, you know, yeah. she got skull yeah. because that was that was a great day for America as anticipated. The crown jewel yeah. of the never trumper January 6th movement yeah. goes down in flames, yeah. losing to challenger Harriet Hageman. She couldn't be. even get 30% of the vote. Well, yeah. Couldn't even get 30%. I mean, my God. And you notice that the places she did get some vote were, like were Jackson Hole, yeah, the yeah, lib place. Yeah. And she apparently, lost Casper. And apparently it was a bunch of Dems that crossed over. Yeah. So but really, hey, she lost by 50. Like, yeah, like the uh, like the state Democratic Party chair warned, there's not enough of us to save her, even if we yeah. all switched. <laughs> and then, so she gets absolutely destroyed, right? Yeah. And she goes out there and gives this smug, arrogant, indignant speech as if she had just, like... Won the GOP nomination. Or just, like, narrowly lost, right? Yeah. She goes out there and she compares herself to Abraham Lincoln. Take a listen to this. The great and original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House... 
before he won the most important election of all. Lincoln ultimately prevailed, he saved our union, and he defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. Speaking at Gettysburg of the great task remaining before us, Lincoln said that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from this earth. Yeah. And then she, and you were you were in the other room, yeah. but you heard this. Oh, my God. She compared herself to, like, Ulysses S. Grant yeah. and turning his horse toward Richmond in the south yeah. rather than turn back to Washington in safety. Um, yeah. And how, she, you know... It, she's gonna chase Trump to the gates of hell. She also had an Auschwitz mention in there, which I yeah, just found no, like totally that, distasteful. Yeah. How it shows that they, that they didn't turn the cameras? Yeah, when she was doing because yeah. there's probably like ten people there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very small crowd, and they were all Democrats. Yeah. Because of course it was in Jackson Hole, which yeah. really isn't actual Wyoming, and it, it was just so odd, right? And we all know that she's gearing up to run for president, but like I I don't understand. Her game plan. I, I, I don't either. I mean, she really doesn't have a national constituency. I mean, Democrats don't. First of all, let's let's stop pretend. The left hates the Cheneys, so their right. their crocodile tears tears about her like losing is just is just very entertaining. Well, they're to watch. just using her. Yeah, they're just using her. She's their favorite foil. She's not going to be able to raise money. Who in God's name is going to work for her in this effort? Um, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if she is uh, going to be. I think she actually will be able to raise money because well, de- well, of Northern not, Virginia Democrats. Yeah, not from us. I'm, I'm talking um, like you know. <laughs> yeah, but remember, I mean, the liberals have a ton of money. Yeah. Um. So I think she actually will have money, but she's never going to get above two percent, a percent and a half. Yeah, two yeah, percent. Yeah, that's her ceiling. Um. So she could right off. And she was, of course, the leader of the ring of January 6th commission people and the impeachment voters. There's only uh, two left. Right. Two and left. And hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll be gone. Yeah. Um, I'd rather just lose those seats rather than have those people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the, the Cheney-Bush dynasty is over. Yeah. I think this is, what, the first time in 56 years that... We won't have a Cheney, a Bush, or yeah. a Clinton. Yeah, in the government. In the government. So, yeah, that, that was a good one. Um, obviously, it was a great evening. Really, really reveling in just the absolute destruction of her. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even close. No. You were like single digits. I well, said, no, no, I no, mean, no, no, no. Listen, I mean. I underestimated. Yeah. You way underestimated. I way underestimated. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, because remember here. You know, Mark Warner was supposed to beat Ed Gillespie in twenty fourteen by like twenty seven points, and he only won by like point eight percent. That's fair. So you yeah. know, like it goes, you know. But again, it's it, listen. These this is one of these instances where I'm glad I'm wrong because mm-hmm. I really wanted her to be destroyed. And then on top of that, man, she can't even get the concession right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta talk about that because that's okay. Sure, goes. go ahead. Explain okay, it. so basically, Harriet Hagman go, goes on Hannity and uh, for her first interview as the soon-to-be next Congresswoman of Wyoming, and was asked if Liz Cheney contacted her about conceding, and she said no. All mm-hmm. I got was this, like, "Hi, Harriet," and then like the the audio cut off. Yeah. So of course, the Cheney people reached out to their favorite friends at the. Uh, 
Politico and was like, here's what we said. And <laughs> it doesn't negate what Harriet Hagman, you know, said in, in the interview. No, there wasn't a contact. There was no contact. There was no discussion about, you know, conceding or the election. It was just – it was a voicemail. Mm-hmm. And then she had to, you know – that's that's all she could do is leave a voicemail because she had to go give uh, that speech about how she's the next Abraham Lincoln and the Battle of the Wilderness and how I'm going to beat Trump in 2024. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, and then Hagen's people released what they got on their end, and it basically was what she said on, on Hannity. The audio got messed up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that kind of tops off Liz Cheney's uh, months-long campaign of self-destruction. Yeah, she's a <laughs> Get the concession. Right. Uh, the other uh, primaries we had, uh, the jury is still out up in Alaska. Um, it looks like Sarah Palin will, in the end, be victorious, but it's still a close call. The way they do their voting up there is just straight up meth head. Uh, like I, I still yeah, don't even yeah. fully grasp it, and yeah. like we do politics for a living. Yeah. The rank choice voting, you know, the top four advancing to the general, and then so now. The way that this special general count works is that right now Sarah Palin's in second, right? Because the Republican vote is split between second and third place. And the Democrat is in first, even though when the Republican votes get combined, the Democrat will get crushed, right? So we have to get Sarah Palin stay in second place. And then they chop off the third place finisher, which will be, uh, what's his name? Begich or whatever. Oh, Nick Begich. Yeah, yeah, yeah him and then all of his votes or you know however many second choice votes or sarah palin will go to sarah palin and then that's how they, it's so dumb the rank choice thing yeah. the more i think about it is ridiculous also well, it, it, it's 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 yeah it is it's like the meth head version of the of the jungle primaries that yeah. california and louisiana have um and the only reason coupled with their, their dumb runoff uh, rules. well yeah and the only reason that murkowski finished in first for the senate voting yeah. just barely mind yeah. you yeah. was because all the democrats voted for her yeah so if you really yeah. look at the math and dig in yeah it's very possible that chewbacca wins in november because she has advanced to the general yeah so alaska is some crazy going on it's right i mean well not but like you know all all of uh, murkowski's uh, top aides worked on the ballot initiative campaign to get that system in passed yeah yeah so i mean project veritas actually had a very good video about that it's just and it just shows them, like, admitting, you know, admitting that uh, the reason why she's keeping quiet is because yeah. she knows it favors her, and yep. it's just a rigged game. That's swampy right there. Yeah. Um, talk conflict of interest. Of the, yeah. the other good news of the day is Brian Stelter. Oh, yeah. Has been fired by fried, CNN. Fried taters? He has been fired by CNN. He's gone. Yeah. And that's that. So goodbye, Brian Stelter. We're gonna well, little... I, I heard the whole unreliable sources team was fired too, with him, right? Like all of really? Darcy was I, Darcy I, fired? I, I, I mean, he's part of that team, right? Darcy was fired. Yeah, it's some, some the entire reliable no. sources staff has have been laid off. Not him. <sighs> he's, wow. He's remaining. He must have a P tape. Senior on media reporter at CNN. He must have a P tape on somebody. Let's not forget that he pretended to be a conservative, too, for many years. He was. Years. He was at the Blaze. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That's interesting how those always happen. All right. Um, All right, so I stand corrected, but it was a massacre, <laughs> regardless. Yeah. What else do we got here? 
Okay, so this is one that I wanted to play. I want to play the clip in full here. Okay. Okay, it's a, yeah. it's a little bit longer of a clip. Then we're going to talk about it. John Fetterman, who had a stroke, right? We must always talk about him being a vegetable. He got back out on the campaign trail, right, on last Friday night. Too soon. And this was on, I think it was Tuesday night when I was watching election results, and I hadn't seen this clip yet, and I saw them play the clip of him talking. And I was like, what the f***? Yeah, it's bad. He sounds worse than Joe Biden. It's bad. Take a listen. Take a listen to this. And you can count on us to eliminate the filibuster if you come out and step with us. We will be able to stand with you in D.C. I gave away the lieutenant governor governor in Pennsylvania, the only lieutenant governor in the history to do that. And let's let's get some stuff done for America. Who would ever think that I would be the normal the normal one in the race here? Yeah, with that. I mean, whoa! <laughs> I'm the only lieutenant governor to give up the lieutenant governor to the governor. And run and then he and then but then he's got, those, he's got like those pauses right yeah. where this like his brain waves are just yeah Oz needs to get this guy in a debate bad yeah bad. but you know when he you know when he's not in florida what are you talking about <laughs> he's splitting his time between florida yeah he's like he's like not in the state who is oz are you kidding oh me? yeah yeah he's and then he went on vacation to ireland in like late june well june is a long time ago Running for the sure, 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 sure. You sure. gotta be in the state the whole sure, time. sure. It's, it's, but it is a lot June, of ground to cover. June's a while back. <laughs> okay, let's talk about right now. You're telling me that this fall, he's gonna be splitting time between the two well, states. He, he better not. He better not. Yeah, I got a lot R- to say. Word on the street is that Trump is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, dude, because he's Oz stinks. All right, enough about that. crudite. Uh, well, that's even more stupid. I don't even want to talk about that. Um, yeah, I don't have the energy for that right now. Uh, feel good story of the day. This is another uh, one of your posts. Down at University of Alabama, Roll Tide. What do they got going on down there? Oh, they got uh, they got they had a, a would be transgender infiltrator for the sorority rush. Yeah. <laughs> Was it a TikTok sensation? Of course. But got rejected by all the sororities and is now deeply hurt that he can't, that it, uh, her, whatever. No, he. He, he can't he be, he can't be part of the sisterhood. can't be in a sorority, yeah. which is rightfully so. Exactly, yeah. I don't know why. Disgusting. I, I find mean, the whole thing disgusting. It's kind of funny how. Of you all, know how of, I feel about I the trainees. Of all places and of all states and of all universities that the woke folk would try to pull this move but mm-hmm. um yeah yeah also there's like we talked about you know uh what's his name? leah thomas you know whipping it out in the uh, the women's locker room like mm. we're gonna have a dude in, at living in the sorority house yeah with no, a bunch yeah. of girls i'm pretty sure that would cause an uproar mm-hmm. a lot of legal it's like issues. the movie uh oh what's the what's that movie where they do exactly that I can't remember. Oh, sor- sorority boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get kicked. Out. Yep. <laughs> All right. He uh, hit me in the v- vagina. <laughs> last but not least, we've got the clip of the day here, and it goes it's back so to the firing of Brian Stelter. It was. It's actually one of my favorite clips of on CNN of all time oh. because it has to do with global warming, 
And it has John Coleman, who is the founder of the Weather Channel, a great American. And he gets allowed on CNN, which is shocking to me. And it was Stelter before he gained about 75 pounds, which obviously you can't see, but funny nonetheless. And go ahead and take a listen to this and really just enjoy this. First, let me bring in John Coleman. He's in San Diego this morning. Thank you for being here. It's nice to be on CNN. Hello to all your viewers. I resent you calling me a denier. That is a, a word meant to put me down. I'm a skeptic about climate change. And I want to make it darn clear, Mr. Kenny is not a scientist. I am. He's the CEO of the Weather Channel now. I was the founder of the Weather Channel, not the co-founder. And I'm glad you did, because I am addicted to the Weather Channel. I watch a lot I'm of cable news. Now. Hold on just well, a minute. I'm not done. And CNN has taken a very strong position on global warming that is that it is a consensus. Well, there is no consensus in science. Science isn't a vote. Science is about facts. And if you get down to the hard, cold facts, uh, there's no question about it. Climate change is not happening. There is no significant man-made global warming now. There hasn't been any in the past, and there's no reason to expect any in the future. There's a whole lot of baloney. And yes, it is. it has become a big political point of the Democratic Party and part of their platform. And I regret it's become political instead of scientific. But the science is on my side. I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion about the topic right here. What I do wonder, oh, I know though, is when not, you see... Because you the... wouldn't allow it to happen on CNN. But I'm happy well, that we, I got on the air and got a chance to talk to your, uh, to your viewers. Hello, everybody. What there I do... is no global warming. That's some great yeah. Right That's there. good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, on that cheery note, we're going to uh, let you go for the weekend here. Um, of course, as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. So if you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored, and I guarantee you do, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. I guarantee you, money back guarantee, you will love it. You'll get a ton of stuff. I mean, I don't have to list off the stuff today, but a ton of stuff. So townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. We love all of you. We love all of you. So uh, thanks to you who are VIP members directly supporting us, helping fight back against these Democrats who are destroying our country. If you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com. And we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See you then. Oh, no,